Welcome to Hustle and Pro, talking sports from youth to pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. Today we're talking a little bit about nutrition and how we put in things into our body that can either help us help our performance and things like hydration, or maybe they're hurting us. So to give a little backstory on today's episode, I'm a busy parent with busy kids and we're always filling up water bottles and running to sports practices or games or tournaments or whatever. We also stop off at you know a gas station if we're busy and need to pick up a drink or whatever. And I never know, okay, what, what should I allow kids to drink? What's good for them, what's not? You know, and we see there's so many options on the market. Just in my fridge alone, I grabbed a couple things just to record. So body armor, this one markets itself as hydrating, but it's, you know, a caffeine like sparkling water. Um, I also, I'm in the middle of drinking this one right now. It's um, like a V8 veggie based energy drink. But you know, there's so many things. Gatorade is, is the big boy that's um, really popular. Powerade, body armor, there's Propel water with electrolytes. There's really like a million options if you're standing in a convenience store looking at these refrigerators. So that's sort of what brought this up. I had a question one day or probably was listening to a podcast that Jarrell gives tips on how to stay healthy. And I thought, oh, I want, I want her to come on and kind of fill me in on give me the 101 on you know, what are some of the hidden things we should be looking for in some of these sports drinks and healthy waters and drinks and things like that. So that is the basis of why we wanted to sit down and record this episode with you today. We're recording from Countdown to Escape today. Our awesome friends, Shannon and Fred, let us use this really cool lobby to record. And we're here on Main Street in downtown Frisco, Texas. The Escape rooms are all in a hallway behind me. If you've never been to Countdown to Escape, I encourage you to check them out and give it a try. It's a really fun activity for, gosh, everything from a family fun night to team bonding or work outing for colleagues. So check them out, Countdown to Escape. I'm excited to introduce Jarell Krillich, my friend, and here to talk to us about some health and wellness related discussions. So Jarell, um, thanks for coming, first of all. I'm excited to be here. Well, uh, so give us a quick, I guess, intro on what you do for work, I guess, in the health and wellness space. Okay. Um, I work professionally as a board certified health and wellness coach. I'm currently working for a healthcare company, Premise Health. I've done a lot of work in diabetes prevention and I'm very active. I'm, I'm an active member of our own local YMCA's community health team. That is what I do professionally. And that's just a few things. I know you do a lot. <laughs> you do, that is not everything. Um, you know, you, you help a lot of people in a few different ways. And so we can touch on those as we go also. But um, so I wanna talk, I wanna kinda tap into your expertise about okay. some of the things that come up. I actually think this started because I was thinking about something a sports drink for probably my mm -hmm. son and I probably thought does that have a lot of sugar in it or what is this I don't know and I probably like texted you or something and mm -hmm. said hey can we talk about this and and then you know this episode was born so that's kind of where I want to jump off from okay out in the market there are a lot of drinks like mm -hmm. we've I know I haven't seen them all and I don't know how often you're out you know looking at ingredients and what's mm -hmm. out there but there are lots of things to choose from especially as a parent um, and so I kind of want to know um, from your perspective like some just big picture things on what to look for but also like as an elite athlete like what are you what are you drinking what are you doing and what do you think is kind of the best things to keep in mind um, First of all, it still makes me laugh when someone 
speaks of me as an elite athlete. You are. <laughs> I know. I, know, I just laugh. Like I, I'm like, okay, I realize, I recognize I've been doing triathlons forever, and I've done an Ironman <laughs> and all that. So I gotta embrace like I'm an athlete, um, even though I don't see myself that way. Um, look, I think you know. Bottom line, um, it's all about hydration, right? I mean, a- athletes of all ages and stages of life need to rehydrate, and you know, we know from a cellular level and a health perspective the best way to hydrate our bodies is by drinking water. Right. You know, we, we know that that is how we need to hydrate, right? Yes. We don't need all this, these extra, you know, all this extra sugar and chemicals and all these other things that are in beverages. And I think probably pretty much everybody listening to this podcast um, has a general idea that um, sodas are not a healthy beverage. Right. You know, I think everybody knows that. We do. Yeah. Doesn't mean, yeah. It doesn't mean everybody can right. follow that, yeah. you know, all the I time. think, you know, when we think of the sports drinks, which have been usually popular when it comes to, you know, athletes and, and athletic competition, because in, in, in that sense, we're not only trying to rehydrate, but when we're working out at a higher level and for an extended period of time, we not only need to replenish electrolytes, but we also do need to have a little bit of energy right. supplementation. Some, so some up, some extra yeah. performance, right? Yeah, right, yeah. for performance, right, and, and, and endurance. But for the vast majority of us who are, you know, going and exercising and doing a workout mm-hmm. for an hour or less, we just need water. Yeah, okay. I mean, that, Keep it simple. That's how we need to rehydrate ourselves. Like, we're... we're but athletes are 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 losing electrolytes because they're sweating so much, and they they have to keep that potassium sodium balance. So they need to replen- replenish electrolytes. But then the conversation goes, well, if I'm do, if I'm having a sports drink, do I need the sugar or do I just need the electrolytes? Okay, so then electrolytes. So. I had to write this down because I don't even know. I didn't even know what that really meant. In mm-hmm. my mind, I've always thought it, you know, replenishing certain things, and it mm-hmm. didn't know if it meant energy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, so I wrote it down just to ask to be able to ask. It's minerals like sodium, calcium, potassium. You just said mm-hmm. potassium and mm-hmm. sodium, mm-hmm. Um, things like that. So that doesn't say sugar. We don't need the sugar piece, right? So the electrolytes is a whole different grouping of things that we would need. Exactly. It's like when you're when you're working out for an extended period of time, and, and look, it, it varies too. Like these are things that are really nuanced for professional athletes who, and, and quite honestly, like for me, you know, coming from a triathlon background, you know, the clients that I see are not athletes. Right, right. <laughs> you know, they're every are, day, they're, everyday are, people. Like, yeah, they're everyday me. people. Yeah. That's more than me. So, you know, to be clear, I'm not a, I'm not a sports nutritionist and I don't, I don't, you know, the, I just know that this from my personal experience in terms of that, right? Right. Um, and so that's very nuanced, you know, depending on how long you're working out, how many hours are you going to be out there? You know, each athlete, that's very nuanced to what their specific needs are. Because that goes back to what's coming, what's taking out of your body with right. the level you're working at. That's that's right. The okay. more we're sweating, the more we're losing our electrolytes. Okay. Because as we're sweating, that you know we're losing we're losing the salt, the minerals, that that electrolyte balance, cellular. I, I kind of want to back up a little bit because well, <laughs> I know I, we jumped ahead, and I'm trying to and I am trying to simplify it, but I think you know we have. We have water, our cells, you know, our cells are full of water. We have intracellular water and extracellular water. And so we're, we're trying to keep that balance. Okay. So when we're trying to rehydrate our cells, 
we, we need water coming in to bring energy in, but we need water coming out to pull, push the, weight, the waste out. Got it. So when, when too much is coming out and not enough is coming in, we're not in balance. I mean, that's basically yeah. what we're trying to do when we, when we rehydrate ourselves. I love that, okay. So the electrolytes we wanna put back in when we're getting to like that extreme level of like real, like exhaustion yeah. and you yeah. know, high level of work. And we're sweating and excessively. Yeah, and we're, that's- we're losing more electrolytes That's then. the sodium and the potassium. I think bananas, is that right? With potassium? Bananas, is that, is that bananas a misnomer? Bananas have potassium, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but I mean, most people, if they're working out at a high level, aren't gonna be eating, eating food right. while they're running okay. or, you know. But then, then okay. Those things for electrolytes were not, the sugar is not in that list of things needed to go back in. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like that brings us to this whole thing like, well, culturally we like sweet, like people like the sweet flavor. We've flavored mm-hmm. here in America mm-hmm. at least, like, like we flavor so much stuff mm-hmm. with salts and different sugars and sweeteners. So when we have different drinks like, you know, that taste good and are sweet, mm-hmm. that are marketed for athletes, are are artificial sweeteners like a big player here? Is the, is this this is what I'm assuming that that's kind of those those are in these some of these things? Sure. Oh, absolutely. I think any any products on the shelf, you're you're going to find both, right? You're going to find the full the full sugar version. You're going to find you know we're we live in a a weight obsessed society. You know we, we that's been a big focus. You know calorie. You know we we not only are we focused on weight, but we're also focused on calories and we want to cut calories you know so sure you're for any beverage out there and we're i'm not gonna i'm gonna refrain from naming <laughs> you know certain brands um but i'm sure all of them have their lower calvert right. versary and their you know full calorie versary version, version sorry i can't yeah. speak today um and to get to the lower calorie version that's where we see Sweet substitutions right. or artificial sweeteners. Yeah, artificial sweeteners. Come into the picture. Yeah, come into the picture. Okay, are we seeing artificial sweeteners? This is not just a drink conversation. It's in foods, right? All mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What What is it that's, I mean, not great for us? Are there, like, just talk to me about artificial sweeteners and sort of, does our body not like them? Does it not process them well? How does okay. it affect us? Great question. Awesome question. Um, <laughs> I, you know, here, here's the thing with artificial sweeteners. The government says they're, they're classified as gross, which means generally regarded as safe, okay? Oh. Um, I learned a new term, yeah. G-R-A-S. Yeah, new okay. term. Okay. But here's the deal. Like, we, we know that, we know that, the, you know, basically this is how your body, this is how your body views it, okay? It is a chemical that is created in a lab your body views it as a toxin. I mean, it's not a, a foreign nu- substance. Yeah, a foreign substance. Okay. It's not a nutrient. And our body is amazingly efficient. When we take food, you know, energy into our bodies, our body, you know, it's, it's almost like you've got that assembly line of workers in there. Mm-hmm. There's someone in charge of getting, okay, give me that, give me that, I want that. And then you got someone else that's like, oh, I gotta clear that, I gotta clear that, right? So it, it leaves the body. We're, we're getting rid of toxins, taking up the stuff we need. Every time we put something in our bodies that doesn't belong there, it does put a stress on our body. Our body has to work harder to figure to out remove, where, yeah, yeah. figure out where, where that needs to go. When we're super young, body's very efficient at doing that. Uh-huh. Okay. As we get older, it's more taxing on your system. 
Now we're talking about small amount. Like when you think of like, this is how much is in this one drink. Mm -hmm. But when you think of, you know, and we, we have science, you know, we have, you know, studies. Oh, it's not, it's safe. You know, when Kelly has this one drink the at one that, drink. at that, yeah. at yeah. that amount. As I'm, as I'm, as but I'm a, drinking my But a lifetime drink. of, we don't have the data to know what a lifetime of having that one diet beverage day, every, every single day, day yeah. for the rest of your life. Cumulative effect. And and some people having multiple ones. Yeah. And well, then, and just like with other things, the cumulative effect on certain things that, you know, certain organs like alcohol mm -hmm. or thing, you know, same mm -hmm. thing. Like, whereas one or a day or something mm -hmm. is one thing, but a lifetime of it, the way it makes certain, mm -hmm. you know, your liver functions, it, mm -hmm. it impacts it over mm -hmm. time. Right. So, yeah. So generally regarded as safe doesn't always equal go for it all the time every day. Exactly. It needs to be in smaller amount, but either way, yeah. it, it impacts the processes of your body. And some of these, and some of these chemicals that we use as you know artificial sweeteners, you know, have been proven to be. They're, they're known neurotoxins. They affect our brain chemistry. Um, like, I think. Like what? I'm sorry. Is that a hard thing to answer? No, I mean I there, think that might be hot topic. I know there's yeah. Of those I think are they're hot. hot you know, like I people agree with it, and some people don't. But I'll just I'll throw it out there. Um, so I look for aspartame mm -hmm. when I'm like, if I want a sub uh, full full cal soda substitute, I might go. Okay, there's maybe a diet soda I might want to look at. Does it have aspartame? That's kind of my one of my yeah. go-to like flag things that I look yeah. for. I'm, I'm Aspartame's to, not great for you, yeah. No, it's right. not great for you. Yeah. Aspartame, saccharin. Um, I'm trying to think of because I don't want to say like a name a brand. A, a name no. brand. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to attack a name brand. Yeah. I'm just saying like. But I think those I, chemicals that aren't found naturally. Right. It, I think I think for most parents out there, if you're reading a label, you know, if it's an artificial sweetener, you know, it's like. Is it going to harm you every once in a while? You know, you, you you could probably get away with that. You know, just like you could probably get away with running a stop sign. You know, once you know once in a while. I mean, you know, sure. but but nobody's looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, you can't do that all the time. Right. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Your you body know, really, knows. Your body knows. Or yeah. or rather, it doesn't know what it yeah. is, and that's sort of what it goes back to. If it's artificial, not found in nature, your body has to like stop what it's doing figure out, identify this mm -hmm. toxin and figure out what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that like, I don't know, it slows down the, the great function of your, the, the top notch function of your body. And I mean, we can have a separate conversation about why that's not a good strategy for weight loss. You know, that's not what we're talking about, you know, because we get, we, we, that's a, that's a separate conversation. But mm -hmm. I think you know, just from, you know, being a mom, like if we're talking about like the, the kids and sports here yes. in Frisco, Texas, you know, where this is really, you know, this is sports town USA. And, you know, where moms are trying to hydrate their kids and get them, you know, get them pumped up with electrolytes when they got to do back to back soccer games or whatever it right. is. You know, I think we just need to be mindful of the beverages that we're giving our kids and, and are they healthy? You know, their brains are developing, you know, so, when I say when we're young, our body's really efficient, and as we get older, it's less efficient. But you know, when we think about the health of our brain, that's a separate issue. Like that's a situation where, when we're younger, our brains are more sensitive to the chemicals that we're putting in our bodies, okay. especially you know, growing kids. Right. So we really, you know, this is something that 
we need to be mindful of. You know, it's just like a lot of the moms out there know, oh, I've been reading food, you know, I've been checking mm -hmm. food labels for too much sugar, uh -huh. you know, but I think sometimes this, this conversation of any, it's not just the sports drinks, you know, right. anytime we're, we're adding these artificial flavors, colors, dyes, anything with a number symbol, these are, you know, I think, yeah, high fructose corn syrup. I was made yeah. in a lab. <laughs> yeah, but they're known. They're known excitotoxins, neurotoxins, not good for the brain. Outlawed in most, you know, all the UAE. You know, not here yet. You know, I think coming soon, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll see. Um, but I think we need to keep in mind that, uh, you know, the food the the food industry here in the United States is 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 set up to sell products, to market you products, and to right. do it as cheaply as possible, to make as much money. I don't want to get yeah. too political, political but, but but we can't assume that just because something is in our grocery stores is safe for us. We, we, need, to have, we need to have some more agency in that. Yeah, that's very important. Um, and that's part of why I wanted to, to talk about this. Um, you brought up you know the, the growing brain thing that I wasn't even on my list and thinking about mm -hmm. this. Obviously, it should have been, but it, I was thinking at, from a different angle. But but I love that, it's very helpful. So we're gonna take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. We'll come back in a few minutes and we're gonna continue on, a, on this um, discussion with Jarell Krillich. I wanna tell you guys about Beyond Studios. I'm going there for Pilates right now and I love it and I want you guys to try it out. You can actually try your first class for free when you use my code HUSTLEANDPRO, that's HUSTLE ampersand, ampersand PRO, and you'll get your first class for free. So you can check it out at either their Beyond Studios location in West Frisco on 4th Army or the Beyond 500, which is at Lebanon and Legacy, and that's more of a cardio workout. So head to thebeyondstudios.com to find out more. We're back to Hustle & Pro, talking with Jarell Krillich. So we just touched on, you know, sports drinks and if you need to add electrolytes and all this, and I know I think it's important to note that that is not a thing that everybody is going to need to be focusing on. That's a certain kind of niche of really active people, right? And so mm -hmm. if we zoom out into like a bigger sense and talk about sugars and artificial sweeteners and things, um, like what does that look like kind of bigger, bigger sense body health? And what are some of the other things we should be thinking of? Just in general health. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, just just what you said. Just to recap, you know, most of us to rehydrate. You know, when it comes to a sports, don't we don't need a sports drink. We don't need an energy drink, right? Um, but look, when it comes to when it just comes to general health, you know, just like what we were talking about, I think we we need to be mindful of you know w what's on the ingredients list of the foods that we're taking in. I think the vast majority of folks need to know that we they can put whatever they want on the front of that label. They can tell you whatever they want. Yeah. You know, we can say this is healthy. Low calorie, you know, we can, low they can this, say That's all this, marketing. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta flip it around, look at the ingredients, be a little bit more mindful about what you're putting in your body. And if it's a chemical, if it's something you can't, you don't know what it is, you can't pronounce it, you know, it's yeah. probably not good for you. Yeah. You know, so I think that these are just good rule of thumb. So this applies to everything. Um, you know, circling back, just general health, um, you know, some of the like sports drinks, if we tie it into um, when I was talking about weight, mm -hmm. you know, obviously a lot of people are using artificial sweeteners as a way to lose weight, you know, cut, cut excess sugar, sugar out of their diets. But I think a lot of things people don't realize is 
you know, one of the reasons why we want to get we want to get all this excess sugar out of our diets is, you know, some some of the you know the diabetes epidemic is is really increasing in our society. You know, this used to be a disease that only adults dealt with, um, and not most adults. Like now, you know, unfortunately, it's it's forty percent of our population is wow. now overweight and or obese and suffering from prediabetes which is basically means that your body is no longer responding to insulin and insulin is the hormone that's released when our blood glucose is high so when we have too much okay. blood sugar okay. in our blood so i'm an idiot about this so walk yeah. me through what that meant what did you just say insulin tell me that again because i just yeah. don't understand yeah. I, I've, I, I, I've luckily i have never had to pay yeah had to like, deal with it yeah. yeah it's like luckily um but I just I do want to better understand and I want yeah. people watching yeah. and listening to better understand that relationship with glucose, insulin, diabetes, like yeah. give me the, I, I, yeah, the 101. I think, I think a lot thing. of people don't know if they haven't had a personal experience with it. And and I also want to be clear like this is not this is not a disease that only people who are overweight suffer with. You know, this is in order for your for when we when we eat food, in order for energy to actually get into the cell if we have, once we eat food mm -hmm. it, and that glucose is released into our blood, that energy is going in your blood to get all over your body to bring energy and nutrients to your yes. cell, yes. which we absolutely need, yes. <laughs> you know, which we want to happen. When the blood glucose goes high because we've eaten a lot of either too much food or we have more sugar in our blood than we need, that insulin is released to tell the cells to actually take the energy in. Okay. Okay, but what happens is if we're constantly eating more than we should or we're constantly having too much sugar, our, our cells basically, it's like that insulin's being chronically, just always released. Okay. And the cells can only take in so much. Okay. They're like, I'm full. Okay. Now you gotta go away, you gotta figure out someplace else to go. We can't take anymore. We can't take anymore. <laughs> Your body stores enough for a day or two and then if there's more than that. Turns into. Then it goes to fat. fat. But then what happens when all the fat can only... Where else does it go? Where like else what? does it go? Now it's going in your tissues. Okay. It's going a bunch of places it doesn't So that's part of the harm. When you... The too much and then turned into fat. That's where the obesity and stuff comes in. And then... So then what does diabetes mean? That part. Yeah. But Sorry. It, it just, I know this is no, like so no, dumb, it, but I just don't know. It's not dumb. I mean, this is one of the... I'm a, I'm a health coach. I, you know, I first learned about this when I got certified as a personal trainer and I was, I couldn't believe like, what? That many people? Oh, this is affecting our kids? Right. How are people not talking about this? Right. I was kind of panicked. Not enough talking. Yeah. Yet. Not enough talking. So, you know, I'd heard about diabetes, but I didn't, I didn't personally know anyone yeah. that had it. If I don't know? have it, if you don't have it, you're not going to go re... You don't typically go research things you don't have wrong with you, I guess. Yeah, Typically. Or, or if it doesn't personally affect you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is one of the things, I, we're not gonna blame, you know, sodas. I, I think a lot of people have blamed sodas and other things. I mean, look, oh, we, we have too much processed food in our, in our we're, 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 we're eating too many calories that are just pure energy, like sugar, not a nutrient, and not enough of the whole real food. Mm -hmm. Food that actually has nutrients in it that our body needs. So we're just constantly giving our bodies energy but we're not giving it nutrients. Okay, that's a huge distinction. And, and yeah. it, it is, it's like the food that we eat is information for our bodies, information that tells our bodies what to do, when to do it. You know, we're not, we're taking in a lot of calories for energy, but we're not taking in the right kinds of foods to actually keep, to, to build, build our bodies stronger, 
repair, you know, the wear and tear yep. from the day. Like you can just keep giving yourself energy and you can get up and go do stuff, but eventually it's like having your car. Where's the good stuff? That Where's the never, fuel, right? Where's the fuel that it needs to like smoothly run, I guess. I don't know. See, and the analogy anything. I would use is we're giving our car fuel, oh, but we're not, we're not ever taking it to, we're not maintaining it. Okay. We're not ever getting the oil change. We're not getting new tires. We're not getting, okay. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're giving it fuel, so it's going to keep driving, but eventually okay, it can break down. stuff's going to yeah. start falling off. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's the analogy. That's the analogy I would I would use. Um, I'm gonna try to like super simplify insulin. It's like it's the hormone that it's like your it's the hormone that your body releases so that the cells can take up energy. Okay. But if we're constantly releasing it, the cells the receptor sites on the cells get clogged up, or they get or they there's two different things can be happening. But they either get clogged up with too much fat, or they they're just constantly the doors of Over. the cells are constantly getting stormed with too much. And then they become resistant to where now they're not, now we're taking in energy and we're releasing tons of insulin, but our cells are resistant to the insulin. So that's it's one not thing. Doing its job. It, yeah. It's not able to do its job yeah. anymore. But when we have full blown diabetes, now our pancreas is just exhausted from constantly producing insulin and is no longer producing insulin. Okay. So when you're a diabetic, you need to take insulin. Okay. Pre-diabetes is a big buzzword. That's, mm -hmm. that's, does that just mean you could eventually, ha or is there like an actual measurable yes. thing that you are yes. at a point where you are pre-diabetic? So, yes. So recently, um, because the numbers have been going up in our youth, you know, this is, this is an issue, and adults yeah. too, but because now more and more people at a younger age are developing pre-diabetes, which has never happened before. You know, 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, didn't exist in our children. Our food was different. Our food was different. Yeah. Um, our lifestyles were different. Or I don't know if, I think our food had changed at that point, but Maybe. we had, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't had like multiple years of eating it this way. Who okay. knows? Okay. But, um, the, you know, when, when you go and you get your, now they're checking kids, I think it, 15 they that's their first like cholesterol panel they oh, okay. get um, used to be they wouldn't check for pre-diabetes until you were 40 the american medical association just dropped that down to 35 that happened this past year and i can tell you from my experience just my experience as a health coach the people that i see you know the majority of my clients who are working with me because they're pre-diabetic and they want to reverse the fact that they've become resistant to insulin because right. they do not want to develop diabetes and there's huge success with making just a few simple lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. um, Correcting your course. You can, it's, it's never too late to right. correct that. Yeah. But once we become diabetic, now we're in a lifelong situation where we've developed something that is chronic and is gonna require okay. you know, insulin. So okay. it, it's serious, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a serious thing. But um, it's important to note the pre-diabetic stage is not too late, you can correct course you can correct with health course. or yeah. you know, Eating, just changing changing habits and lifestyle yeah. habits. It doesn't. It isn't. It doesn't necessarily mean you're past the point or something. Absolutely. That's and great. I think that's why it's been more important to test people at a younger age because there is a window of time. Yeah. To, to correct fix. that. Educate. If, educate and yeah. fix. And yeah. that's been the, that's been the problem. The majority of people who are pre-diabetic in our country you know, there's only about 10% of them that actually know that they're pre-diabetic. So a lot of people don't even realize that they are in a state of 
you know, where their body is resisting insulin. Yeah. They may just be like, oh, I'm, I don't, I, f I feel lethargic. I don't have the energy I used to be. Not everybody's gaining weight. So I think that that's a, that's a, that's something that people need to know. Mm -hmm. You know, you may, you, you may think, well, I'm not pre-diabetic. I'm not overweight. I mean, that's, it's not necessarily always has to do with your weight. So I think that's important for people to know. Okay. All right. I want to kind of summarize and give you a chance to give our audience mm -hmm. a few tips. I know okay. you're good at that because I know you have a podcast with like what I, yeah. I consider as like daily, you know, minute motivation. So t yeah. tell me what it's called again. Get Moving Minute. Get Moving Minute. And you're really good at like summarizing tips in small amounts to where you can just roll through a few of them or whatever uh -huh. and it makes you stop and think. I'm usually yeah. in the car when I'm hearing you. Yeah. Um, I try but to I love keep it short. I and try so to keep it short. I'm like, okay, this is your chance. So any tips for either parents like me of, of younger kids who are out there doing the back-to-back -back soccer games or adults like me who are yeah. working out or whatever, not elite athletes by any means, but just tips to remember to stay hydrated without harm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, oh, stay hydrated thanks. without I don't harm. know if you said that or me, but I wrote it down. I didn't so. say that. No, that's uh, definitely, that's yours. Okay. That's not mine, but I, I may steal it okay. from the same board. I love it. Um, I think... Uh, as far as hydration is concerned, you know, for whether we're athletes or not, you know, water is the beverage of life. You know, this is this is what your body needs for hydration. This is what you need for optimal cellular health. Um, we don't need all these extra things. Um, sugar is not a nutrient. I think we need to keep that in mind. Um, you know, for athletes. Uh, working out on a higher level i'm talking about ultra endurance athletes and and you know maybe in some cases our kids on the you know some levels tournaments sure. Sure. you know where they're outside you know excessively sweating and they they need they need a little energy boost i can see where like if we have a sports you know we have we, we want to we ha we're gonna have to replenish some of those mm -hmm. electrolytes in addition to the water and we're having a little bit of sugar in there in can be helpful to the water yeah yeah so that's a nice note though not just that yeah so but i think we need to keep in mind like we're really just trying to replace the electrolytes we don't need all the extra stuff um i have you know on my podcast and i'll make sure kelly has the links for this i have you know, a really great link about how you can make your own homemade electrolyte drink. And I mean, you know, it's like that simple good. recipes, you know, it really is just, you know, just like water and, you know, you can use real sugar, a little bit of honey or maple syrup, and then maybe adding some lemon juice and a couple of other things okay. that like coconut water. Yeah. I mean, all of these things, you know, healthy yeah. for the body does the same thing. None of the bad stuff. You know, it's when you really, make it at home, you know what's what's going. Well, you know in what's you it. know yeah. what's you know what's going in it. That's you know, huge. I think it's That's something a good to, tip. I think it's something to play with. Yeah. You know, um, you know, some of us now, you know, because we're all getting, you know, we we just have like a tiny bit of salt that we will add to our water when we're out, like uh -huh. for super hot days. We don't okay. need that yeah. uh, all that extra stuff. <laughs> so. Um, so I think that's my first tip, you know, keep in mind, like we just be mindful, check the labels, but these are things that you can make for yourself. I love that. You know, just a few little simple things you can add to your water bottle when you feel like you're going to have those days where you're going to need it. Um, so that would be my tip for hydration. That's really. good. Water, my, water. <laughs> yeah, water, water, water. I mean, what do you know? Hydration, water. Yeah. My takeaway, just that uh, I don't ever do this on the, when I end these podcasts, but I wrote down 
when you're talking about grass, generally regarded, regarded as, as safe, safe, not a nutrient. So that is like kind of my big thing. Like if it's not a nutrient, it's, it's making your body work harder for the, you know, for the things to process correctly. So that's something that I am going to take away from what you said as um, just for me and my family, just to watch those things. And the thing I, yeah. And I think I, the only other thing I would add to that is, you know, to really keep in mind that these chemicals that were made in a factory, you know, right after World War One, when the food industry changed, like we, we had to come up with more ways to preserve our food so they would be shelf stable. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that was a boon for the food industry, but not amazing for our health. Right. And, you know, a lot of these chemicals, like our body really does, it may be classified as generally regarded as safe, but the way that your body has to process it and clear it, it's it is more work on your liver and your kidneys to clear out toxins and your body does that first. Like it does that first. It's like, oh, get rid of this, yeah. keep this. Yeah. So I think that that's, you know, I think that gets lost in the conversation a too, lot. For you know? sure, yeah. Um, you know, you, and, and like I said, it may be years before you experience adverse effects, but right. we know that for the kids, we're seeing more fatty liver disease than ever in like really young kids. And that's something that you would see in an adult that's been drinking, you know, like an alcoholic that's been drinking for years and years yeah. and years. And so it's like, why are we seeing this in kids? You know, yeah. this is a problem. It you know, is. This, we got to stop that and course correct as soon as we can. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to have conversations. Yeah. And so I'm just proud that you're able to like come and educate us. And if there's just one person listening or watching that takes something away and helps the kids that they're in their household or whatever, and just, you know, helps, helps keep somebody. What's your, what's your thing? You help people get, stay and be well, be well. So thank you for taking time out of your day. I know you're busy. You're helping a lot of people. Um, But to come sit down and talk to us about this. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And as you know, I'm super passionate about diabetes prevention. And I want to just mention that um, I'm personally not taking private clients anymore. I'm working for a company, but I am I am still working with the y- our local YMCA. They have a diabetes prevention program for people who need resources, and I have some free resources on my website at friscofitcity.com. Um, so if that's something that is an issue for you, or you're looking, you know, interested in learning more or getting hooked up with a group, uh, you can find resources on my website or on your local YMCA website. Thanks, Jarrell, and thank you for listening or watching this episode of Hustle and Pro. Um, make sure you subscribe. If you watch us on YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you'll get a notification and our next episode will just roll on into your feed. And follow us on Instagram at Hustle and Pro. The spaces are underscores. And that way you can connect and engage with us and we can get some feedback from you. So thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye.